This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Gianna, and today, fun episode, um, Getting uh, finally getting around to all the appointments I've had set at shareholders. Um, Alan, I got to interact with you there, hang out a little bit, so super excited to have you finally and get to hear your story. Yeah, awesome, awesome. It's it's great to be here. Thank you for the invite. Uh, you know, we had such a great time at shareholders. And, you know, just meeting with you and your team over at the booth and seeing all the great presentations y'all had, you know, honestly, meeting with you guys was was uh, easily one of the one of the highlights of the trip. Right. Um, and then the podcast on top of it, it's just icing on the cake. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, Alan. So let's jump into your story with eXp, right? How did you, um, well, I guess first, let's talk about your story with real estate, right? Um, so how did you wind up in the real estate industry? What market are you in? Uh, what's your story to uh, the career path you're on now? For sure. So um, I've been in the real estate business since 2016. Um, got started in 2016, and I, I started with a, a medium-sized brokerage. I'm based out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, so right when I got licensed, I got started with a medium-sized brokerage um, based out of San Antonio and Austin. It was great. I loved it. I I loved my broker. I loved the team over there. Um, and I learned a lot about real estate, but I wasn't really learning about how to generate business, how to run a business, anything like that. So uh, luckily, I was working part time back then. I was working as a pharmacy technician, and that's the only thing that kept me uh, above uh, above water. Um, but also around that time, uh, you know, so myself and my brother were both in the real estate business together, and uh, we both started at the same time. And we are the property at Manos team with EXP Realty. So anyway, we both started same time. Uh, and we were both musicians. So, you know, we were professional musicians, aspiring musicians. We were really trying to do it big. You know, we had a, a great management company and we did some, you know, some touring and we did some big time recording, you know, on the West Coast and all this other kind of stuff. But we knew we needed something more. We needed, you know, it was times were getting a, a, a little harder, right? And and we needed to uh, to make something happen for ourselves. And you know, all the guys in the band, they started having families and getting married and life was happening and stuff like that. So real estate was a natural transition for us. Uh, our our parents are real estate investors. And uh, so we knew that what they were doing was working for them. So we knew we had to get into that. So anyway, we started with a small, uh, you know, medium sized brokerage, needed a little more uh, lead gen kind of coaching and stuff like that. So we moved to a, a small boutique broker that was only about 30, 35 agents there. And we loved it there and we were doing very well. Um, you know, we were, you know, in the, in the top producer category with that company, we loved our broker. They taught us a ton. Uh, and then we saw EXP and when they tell you that you see EXP, once you see it, you can't unsee it. That's the truth. Uh, the funny thing is, is I actually went to an EXP luncheon and I didn't tell my brother I was going, right? Because we were at this at this boutique broker. I didn't tell him I was going, uh, but something had piqued my interest. You know, when I, when I first heard that the revenue share and the stock and everything like that, when I heard that that was able to be willed to your children and to your family, and everything like that when you when you either retire or when you pass on, right? I said, oh my gosh, this is a game changer, right? Because that's your legacy. Mm-hmm. And we knew we were having fun in real estate, but we knew we wanted to build something that we could pass on. So when I heard that, I reached out to 
the gentleman who had first told me about EXP in 2016, and I, his name is Tyler Royke. I said, Tyler, I'm ready to learn more. Like, I need to learn more. So anyway, I reached out to him. I went to a luncheon. My brother was quite upset with me uh, for going because he said, man, you're going to hear everything you want to hear. They're going to tell you everything you want to hear. And you're going to call me after the lunch and you're going to tell me you got to check this out. This is awesome. And I said, no, no, I'm going with an open mind. I'm just going to check it out. Nothing set in stone, right? So right after the luncheon, sure enough, I called him and I said, dude, you got to check this out. Like it was, it blew my mind, right? So he was very, we were happy where we were. You know, it's, it's not that we were unhappy because that's not the case at all. And he was very adamant. He said, I don't want to move. I like what we have going here. So I said, okay. So we just kind of let it, let it kind of simmer, you know, um, and I was honestly, Gianna, I was ready to just give up on the EXP thing because I had made a decision when we first started, we were at, we were at, my brother and I were at two separate companies and that was not fun, right? Because we're a very family oriented, you know, uh, yeah. family and we would go to family dinners and he would tell me my broker is better than yours and you should come over here and we have this and blah, blah. And it was like, it was weird, you know? Didn't and want to talk about business when you're home with the family. Yeah, you know, and, and we had done the music thing and we were together with that. And then we were at different companies and he would ask for help. And I wasn't familiar with those systems and vice versa. Right. So um, so I made a decision. I said, I'm not going to go to another company unless we go together. Right. right. So <clears throat> I kept on kind of, you know, throwing it out there. Hey, let's take a look at it. Hey, come to a luncheon. Hey, let's you know, let's let's consider it. He was against it and months and months went by. Mm -hmm. And what I tell people, I, I tell people this story. We love, my brother and I love uh, Thai food. We went to a Thai restaurant for lunch and I had made up my mind. I was ready to tell him, you know what? Let's just forget about this EXP thing. We don't want to, we don't need to do it. We're doing well. Let's get better at what we're doing. Yeah. And I sat across from him and I told him that. And at the time, he was expecting his first baby, right? So him and his wife were expecting their first little one. And he said, you know what? I was actually thinking we should look at EXP. And like my, my jaw dropped to the floor. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you talking about? And he put it very plainly. He said, when we look back at our real estate career, if we look back five years or 10 years from now, when we look back, what are what are we gonna have that we build? Just and, a lot of money left on the table. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and I love the way he puts it. He says, you know, I would be irresponsible as a and, and this is him, his words. He said, I would be irresponsible as a husband and father if I didn't do this because of you know not only the higher commission splits, but the revenue share the stock, the icon award, you know, all, all of these things that are building in the background. Right. And we just knew that if we stayed on the same trajectory, we would be waking up January 1st of every year, worried about where our next check was going to come from. And we got to make another sale. And so, so we knew yeah. we needed to do something to where we could sell at a high level and build not only our retirement, but our legacy while we were doing it. So we ended up joining in February, 2019, we joined EXP mm -hmm. and uh, we've been loving it ever since. And we hit icon for the first time, November of 2021. And we're already on our path to hit icon for this year. We want to, our goal is to try to hit it by September of this year. So we're going for our second icon. So we're super excited about oh. Congratulations. That's really awesome. And how yeah. long have you been over at EXP again? We started February 2019. Okay. Is when awesome. we started with EXP. Yeah. So we're on the hot track to iconing again. And I totally get where you're coming from. Um, you know, musician life, looking for more of a, you know, stable income. It's tough. 
I live in Nashville, Tennessee, so yeah. um, I see that go down every single day. And that's just incredible, your story with uh, your career coming over to EXP. And um, obviously, you know, that favorite part for you is, is building that brand, that legacy for your family to pass on. That's incredible. And uh, Alan, before we start diving into the Icon Award, I mean, you've literally blown through my first three questions. So you've done awesome <laughs> um, without even being prompted. So I don't know if you checked out a couple episodes or you're cheating or what, but um, that was awesome. Um, that, that's, 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 that's our story and we're sticking to it. No, that's, I we, love it. yeah, we enjoy it. Absolutely. Well, Alan, um, you know, you come from a music world, you're a family oriented guy. And the next question is, you know, how do you chase that work life balance? How do you make sure um, that you're drawing the boundaries where business and play go? Because if you let it, you know, real estate will literally run your life. So how do you um, make sure to chase that work life balance that everybody talks about, but nobody has seemed to perfect? Right. And, and that's, that's a fantastic question. And it's a it's a perpetual quest for that, right? The good thing is, you know, for myself, I feel that everything that we're doing is it's very fulfilling, right? So, you know, we're not we're not stuck in a you know we're not in a cubicle, we're not in an office, we're not limited by our our time and everything like that. So. The big thing for us, and, and we've always had this mantra, is that customer service is our number one objective. Absolutely. If you take care of the customer service, the rest takes care of itself. The commissions, the pay, the momentum, the everything takes care of itself. So it's hard for us. And, and you know, honestly, I, I think I could probably say we're still struggling with drawing that boundary. The good thing is, is we have families and spouses that are a hundred percent supportive of everything we're doing. You know, Absolutely. for example, my wife is also a realtor with EXP. So she understands, you know, if a phone call comes in or if we have paperwork, we need to tend to or showings from, you know, clients out of town, whatever the case is, she's very supportive and understanding. Um, my brother's wife is, she's actually a pharmacist. She's in the medical field. So, you know, she understands the the long hours and the sacrifice and stuff like that. We're we're trying to get better at the work-life balance. Um, but really it's, it's right now we always have to change. So especially because life yeah. is the only thing that's consistent in life is change, right? For sure. And you know, one of the things that that we really feel we need to capitalize on right now is the momentum, right? And and we see agents and colleagues of ours they go on a hot streak and then they, they let off the gas. And, you know, I understand they're, they're, they want some more balance and they want some, but you know, in, in this kind of market, in this atmosphere in this sales atmosphere, you know, me personally, I'd rather go full speed, you know, for two, three, four years. Right. And then be able to let off the gas and, and say, okay, I gave it, you know, I gave it a hundred percent. Now I need to let off. But, you know, right now, you know, we're, we're chasing our second icon, you know, we're, we're capitalizing on the market, you know, the market's kind of shifting and cooling down and, you know, it's, it's getting the, the buyers and sellers that are not serious. It's kind of, you yeah, know, it's, them, get them out of there or, yeah, know, it's kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of getting, now they're back on the sidelines, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. now it's like, okay, now, now we need to go maybe even a little bit harder. We need to push a little bit harder. You know, you, even when, when COVID first hit, right. Nobody knew that that was coming and nobody knew how it was going to affect our business. And we had colleagues, we had financial advisors, we had uh, people in the mortgage industry. We had everybody telling us, that real estate was gonna take a, such a big hit and take a dive and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, I know for real. And and there were a lot of agents. They they said, "Oh, I I guess I guess I can't do anything, and we're gonna let you know we're gonna let everything that's happening dictate our our next moves." You know, and a lot of those agents they either got out of the business or they lost all their momentum, and now they're back working part time somewhere else or whatever we knew that we needed to push harder 
Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, okay, if things are going to get harder, then we need to push harder, right? And and that's kind of where we're at right now. So in a roundabout way, you know, to answer your question, we're, we're still on the quest to get that balance, but we know not, and, and not only that, we're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fulfilling. We enjoy helping our clients. We enjoy helping them achieve their goals and, and get where they want to go. Right. Cause what do they say? Right. If you, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. Right. right. And that's what we're, that's kind of our, our, our mantra. Um, so really, you know, we have fun. And then, you know, I spend a lot of time outside of work, you know, with my brother and his family. And we're, you know, we talk about real estate and we joke about it and we talk about the ups and downs and the wins and losses and everything. So course, yeah. a lot of that is fun for us too. And and even with my wife here at home, you know, we talk about what's going on, you know, what obstacles do we have, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a fun industry and luckily, you know, a lot of the time we don't even see it as work. So uh, it's, it's fun for us. We're having fun and, you know, we're, we're here to, to make hay when the sun is shining. Right. So, you know, we gotta, gotta keep going full steam. Yeah, absolutely. Alan. And, you know, it's, it's really just, everybody comes to the real estate industry because they're like, Oh, I get to pick my own schedule, but they don't understand all the sacrifices that come with it as well. Um, you know, you do get a little bit of uh, freedom in that, you know, it's not the traditional nine to five, but you still have client commitments and, um, you know, showings that you're really not even paid for if, if that buyer decides mm-hmm. to exit the market and um, a lot of work that can go unrecognized for a while. And so, um, sure. you know, making sure that you're balancing family and, you know, having those boundaries and enjoying your time uh, in just this industry that can be, um, you know, so so give or take, it's it's really important. Right. To say the least. And Alan, um, my next question is going to be focusing more on the Icon Award, right? So in your market, you're down in Texas, uh, down in Texas. I'm in Tennessee, so you're just south of me here. But um, so, you know, what's the average home price in your city? About how many houses does it take for you to cap? Obviously, uh, for those listening, it's your first time. There's 20 transactions after capping, uh, but depending on your housing price down there, you know, you can cap in three transactions or 13 transactions. So what's that look like for you? Yeah. So that's a funny question. Cause even when we started, you know, with the way that the market's been going and, and home appreciation has been going, you know, back when we started, even in 2019, I think the median price was somewhere around, you know, 240, somewhere around there, 240,000. Um, so back then, you know, we were looking at, okay, to cap, It'll probably be, you know, 10 to 12 transactions, you know, just depending on on where the price point is. So maybe 10 to 12 transactions to cap. Um, and then you have your 20 after that. Well, now the median price right now in San Antonio is well over 300,000. So, yeah. you know, we can probably what would what would the cap be? I don't know, maybe eight or nine transactions. OK. Um, and then the 20 after that to hit the icon. So, you know, the, the prices have gone up a little bit, but with the market shift, it's, I mean, it's the buyer demand is still super hot. I mean, I I think there's a lot of stuff going on in Texas, you know, and now San Antonio, San Antonio is actually the fastest growing market in all of Texas. Um, Really? Okay. There are, you know, there are a lot of people coming to San Antonio from Austin, you know, Austin, the, the prices in Austin in comparison to San Antonio, those prices are astronomically higher than living in San Antonio. Um, but, you know, we still have a lot of people coming from out of state, uh, people coming from the West Coast, coming from the East Coast, even coming from the Midwest, looking at San Antonio. And then in San Antonio, also in surrounding areas, there's areas like New Braunfels, San Marcos. Bernie, uh, you know, Fair Oaks, all those areas surrounding San Antonio, they're all in, in super high demand. And, and a lot of those areas, the price points are, are actually a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we when we're talking to agents that are, you know, working towards ICON and even when we're trying to gauge our own activity, you know, our goal is always to have because 
we don't want to look at it like, okay, cap and then 20 more. We'd rather look at it if we have four closings a month, mm-hmm. right? We're icon for sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, so yeah. so we just look at okay, what do we need to do every day in our prospecting, in our marketing, in our everything. So that way we we can hit our goal four closings a month, three, and, and it's really three to four, right? Three to four, but if we can hit four, then we'll hit it faster, which is even better, right? So our goal yeah. is four, four closings a month. We'll be icon every time. So that's our goal. We try to break it down to where we can, you know, bite off a little bit at a time instead of looking at, oh my God, I have, I have to do 32 transactions to hit icon. It's like, no, let's just do three to four a month. And if we hit that goal, we take that and then we icon all the way. So we're, that's how we we try to break it down to make it, make it as easy and attainable as possible. That's a great way to break it down. You know, little Mm -hmm. goals, uh, little steps lead to, you know, Big, big adventures. And sure, so, sure. Alan, um, you know, it's more than just a production when it comes to iconing, though. It's a lot about that cultural commitment. So you could be, um, from the way you have it structured, it sounds to me like you'd maybe be a mentor. Um, but, you know, there's that vetting other icons. There's teaching in EXP world. So, you know, that's just, I just like to guess I may be wrong. And there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, but what's typically your cultural commitment when it comes to fulfilling that area of the icon award? Of course. Yeah. So, so I am, I am a certified mentor with the company Awesome. Um, and I enjoy it. I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, I, I love the teaching aspect of the real estate business. Um, and I'm actually working on, on my broker's license uh, right now. So one awesome. of my goals, I want to, I want to become a, yeah, I want to become a broker by the end of this year. That's my mm-hmm. goal is to finish all my classes and take my test. Um, but I love the teaching aspect, you know, uh, I have family members, uh, you know, my, my grandfather was a college instructor. Um, and you know, he taught me a lot. And I think I've had a lot of great teachers throughout my, you know, my schooling years and, you know, in high school and beyond. And, and, uh, I think a lot of their teaching styles and passion for teaching kind of rubbed off on me. So I enjoy that. So I am a mentor. Um, and I'm really happy. I just graduated two mentees last week. So oh, awesome. I'm about that. So I, I love helping new agents through their first transactions. And, and, and really the main reason is because I had great mentors when I first got into the business, right? It was my very first day in the real estate business. And I was day one, I got there, I didn't know anything about, you know, I, when you pass your real estate test, that doesn't really have anything to do with the actual real estate business, right? So I got there and I get a phone call from my very first client and my very first client was my dad, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he's like, son, I want to put in an offer. And I was like, I have no idea <laughs> Where to even start? With like, uh, like, okay, awesome. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, do I just do I just call him and tell him? You know, I have, yeah, I, have where, I, have, I had no clue. Where do we get this money from? Anybody- yeah, where, do do I need to fill out a form? Like, I have <laughs> I have no clue, right? Is there a link for that anywhere? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, even. No, real estate school doesn't teach you that. No, I, I was like, uh, I think there's a form somewhere. I have no idea. So anyway, my dad calls. I want to put in an offer, son. I'm glad you started in real estate. I want to put in an offer. So I was like, oh my God. So I went to my my very first <clears throat> my very first mentor with my first company. Uh, his name was Alberto Hernandez. I said, Alberto, I need your help, man. <laughs> I have a troubled client right now. It was, it was my dad. Um, yeah. he wants to put in an offer. I need your help. So, you know, and he was very he was very busy. He was a sales manager at the time and you know, was helping uh, train the new agents. And he took time out of his schedule. My dad actually came into the office, sat down, we drafted the offer together. You know, he, we pulled up the contract on the overhead, you know, on the TV in the back. So he helped me. So, you know, that, that personal attention that I got early in my career, I felt like I needed to pass that on and, and help new agents. And it happens a lot, you know, uh, 
right off the bat, everyone teaches these new agents, okay, you need to tell everybody that you're an agent. You need to reach out to your sphere. You need to make your calls. You need to introduce yourself on social as a, as a realtor, right? But then someone responds and they don't know what to do. So it's like, okay, we let's get an MLS search going. Let's route out some showings. Okay, you have an offer. Where are we going to start? You know, so I, so I love the the hands-on with new agents. Um, and, and you know, I, I, I like to pass that on when we're talking about the EXP opportunity, right? You know, I, I reach out to new agents and I say, hey, not only would I love to, you know, extend the EXP opportunity to you, but I'd love the opportunity to be your mentor, right? Mm-hmm. If you'd have me, uh, you know, and, and that's what we... We try to we try to attract talent. We try to attract agents that are that are hungry for it, that are you know wanting something more for for themselves and their family and stuff like that. And you know we want to bring on good people, good colleagues. And so I, I like to use that as a as a an attraction tool. I'd love to tell you about EXP and give you the opportunity. I'd love to mentor you. So yeah. uh, I love that the Icon program allows the mentorship to be part of the cultural, uh, you know, the cultural uh, piece of the puzzle, because I feel like a good mentor will not only help you in the future, but it'll get you excited about the industry from the beginning. And, and, you know, we, we talk to a lot of agents and they say, I couldn't get in touch with my mentor or my mentor was too busy or I I, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't get the help that I needed and I felt like I was drowning. And that mentorship is so important, like you said, with yeah. uh, not knowing what's going on and um, where to begin. And, and that's, yeah. you know, that's something that EXP offers, obviously, with the certified mentorship program. But keep going, Alan. You're doing no, great. No, I, 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 love the, I love the teaching. I love the mentorship. Um, and I, I love being able to offer that. So, yeah. So I, I'm glad the, the ICOM program, um, you know, puts that as, as one of the pieces of the puzzle. And I'm, I'm happy to do that. Absolutely. And, um, you know, for my last question in regards to the icon award, what is your favorite part about it, Alan? I mean, obviously, you know, it's easy for you to catch referrals because, um, you are so trusted by EXP and other people in the, in the brokerage from around the country. And obviously, you know, you get that cat back in stock, a big glass shiny trophy. So what's your favorite part? What makes you say, I've got to keep iconing? So that's a great question. For, for me, the Icon Award is, it wasn't a luxury for myself mm-hmm. in joining EXP, for me, it was a necessity. And the reason I say that is because I've always felt like in order for, you know, what, what, what do they, what do they say? Right. Inspired people, inspire people. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's always been my, my objective. Even when we started, when my brother and I first started with EXP, one of his big things was, I don't know about this whole attraction, agent attraction thing. I I don't know that I want to participate in it. And I said, you know, I don't even know if I mentioned my brother's name is Daniel, Daniel Lozano. And I told him, I said, Daniel, we don't have to do that. We don't have to attract. We don't have to, to focus too much on that aspect. We're starting with a new company. Our number one objective needs to be to up our production, mm-hmm. period. Because in upping our production, you know, not only are we doing better in commissions, but, you know, we need to hit that milestone. So that way we can, what do they say, right? Don't, don't follow the advice of someone who hasn't done what you're trying to do. Right. right. So for us, it was a necessity. It was like, we need to icon or bust. Like if we're, and if we're not iconing, you know, if we're not getting the icon award, we're doing something wrong because yeah. it's like, you know, how, how can not only for our clients, right? Cause our, you know, when you're, when your clients feel that they're in, like you were saying, like trusted hands, right? Someone who's, 
who's, uh, you know, producing at a high level and taking care of, you know, a lot of different scenarios, it makes your clients feel more comfortable. And you're able to develop as a, as a leader when you've achieved those things. Like I always, I always say, you know, and, and really what, you know, one of the main things, you know, we were, we were really striving for it in the music business, right? We wanted to hit that level. So that way we could say that we've achieved it. Right. But we really couldn't, you really can't capitalize on that high level until you do it. It's like a, it's like a major league baseball player, right? If you want to come back and teach college players or high school players or what, you know, the first thing they're going to say is, did you play major league ball? And if you say, no, I didn't, it's like, well, I need to learn from someone who's played like someone who's played in the majors, you know? So for us, the icon award is the majors, right? Cause we're. Yeah, absolutely. Among, it's in a big know, group that's like top, what, 2%, 3% of the sure. company. There's only about 2,400 agents. Right. And, you know, we, we were honored to be included with, you know, those agents and those from all over the world. Right. And uh, it really is a big honor for us, but, but we knew that we needed to hit that level to get the, not only the, the it, it's not about the attention, it's not about the recognition, it's just about saying we've done it and now we wanna help you do it, right? So that was the big thing for us because we our whole thing is we wanna pour into our agents, we want our agents to be bigger and better and badder than us, right? But we need to be able to say, we've hit it. This is what we did. Here's the playbook. And if you want to hit it, you can do it too. Let's do it together. Right. So that was the big thing with the icon. We knew it was a necessity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The icon award. I mean, like you said, is just so reputable and, uh, like the, the elite status that it brings you. And I love that you have really um, taken advantage of that. And that's why you want to keep iconing, not just the stock, not just, you know, the reputation, but really like all the, all the benefits that it brings to you, your brand and uh, how much you can help other people in that mentorship, sure. which is great, which is really cool to hear. Um, because the number one answer I hear is the stocks, which hello, uh, but it's always refreshing to get a little bit of a different perspective on that. Yeah, and you, and you know the stock, and I mean that's just the that's just the the icing on top of everything, right? You, yeah. you know, kind of like I had mentioned before, it's almost like if you if you take care of the basics, if you take care of serving the clients, if you take care of the customer service, everything else falls into place, right? And and those are all just byproducts of of you know top notch customer service and attention to detail, right? So, you know, even last year when we hit Icon, I got the notification that we had, you know, fulfilled the requirement for the Icon. I said, I, I wasn't even paying, I, honestly, I wasn't even really paying attention to it um, because we're, you know, we we get into such a, such a mode to where it's like, okay, we have these many deals in escrow, we have these in, you know, in the wings, we have these in the pipeline, and we're just going, 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 going. And then we get notification, oh, you hit icon. It's like, awesome. We got to keep going. You know, <laughs> we, yeah. we, we didn't, and there's, I, I think there's a plus and minus to that. We really didn't stop to, to enjoy it, uh, you know, too, too much because we were on such, you know, the momentum was so strong. Yeah. Um, but, it, but again, we, we, we like to push, we like to push hard. We like to, um, you know, go at, at a, at a high level. So, Absolutely. but yeah, it, the stock and everything, those are all great, uh, additions to it. Yeah. I would say. And like you said, Alan, like you just got, you guys just keep going, going, going. You hardly ever stop, uh, to enjoy the icon, um, aspect of it. So that's why one of my beginning questions is, you know, how do you fight this, um, this grind, you know, how do you right. take time to step back and enjoy as well? And um, Alan, we touched on it, you know, kind of touch and go here uh, just through, you know, your mentorship brain and um, just the way you think. But obviously, you know, iconing your first year, breaking it down into smaller goals to be able to reach that big goal. So as somebody that's icon um, a couple times now and you're looking 
you know, your mentor. So somebody is out there looking at joining EXP, rookies, um, experienced people, and they see this icon award and they're like, wow, this is amazing. You know, my brokerage doesn't offer that. So what is some advice for, you know, either a rookie or somebody new to EXP and iconing their first year? Is that possible? Is that even something they should focus on? Uh, how, how would we go about that goal? Absolutely. So that's a that's a great question. I mean, it's it's 100% achievable for anybody. Um, and that's one of the one of the huge EXP advantages is that everybody has the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know that there are no special deals. There's no special uh, you know treatment if you're a if you're a high level team leader or you know. Everyone gets the same deal and everyone has the same opportunity. Um, and, and that's that's really what we stress with EXP is it's it's we're not trying to recruit agents. I'm not trying to attract agents necessarily. We're trying to give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You right. know, EXP is an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to earn. Mm-hmm. And what we tell people all the time with EXP, you can earn your commissions, which is just earning a living, right? Because your commissions are just your wages, and everyone lives on their wages, right? But wealth isn't built on your wages, okay? So we yeah, say you, no, earn your, you can earn your wages, you can fund your retirement, right, using the agent equity program, with, I mean, so that's one aspect. Then, then the stock awards that EXP just gives you. <laughs> hey, yeah. you you uh, you sold your first uh, deal for the year. Here's free stock. Oh, yeah, I know, amazing, right? Here's some more free stock. Oh, you icon. Here's your full cap <laughs> back. Congratulations. It's like what? yeah, yeah, and and so so then you have your so that's funding your retirement right with your your stock. And then you have your revenue share, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the referral fee that you're paid on the transactions for agents that you shared the opportunity with, right? And yeah. that keeps on growing. And it eventually gets to a point to where it grows without you even touching it or knowing about it. Or people are joining the company. You have no idea where they're from. You don't know who they are. But it takes on a life of its own. So you're earning your wages, funding your retirement, building your wealth and leaving a legacy, right? We touched on that earlier, leaving a legacy for your family. And it's all from just doing the same thing from selling real estate. So I look at, and I have a lot of great friends in the business and I love them and I love their family and I, and I, I love what they're doing and what they've built. And and I feel like they're high producers. They're, they're, they're good people. They have great charisma. They have great sales technique, right? Right. But they're going on a one-to-one ratio of sell a house, get paid. Mm-hmm. Sell a house, get paid. Sell a house, get paid. And the only way they can make more money is to sell more houses. Right. And that's rough, right? And and when Daniel and I made the decision to join EXP, that was the number one reason is, you know, I, I look I look up to the agents that have been in the business for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years plus, right? Mm-hmm. But we knew that we didn't, I, you know, I don't want to be... 75 years old, 80 years old, putting lock boxes on houses and, and showing people, you know, retirement fund there. Yeah. There's, there's no exit strategy, right? So, you know, we, we, we need an exit strategy. We need a way to build wealth. We need a way to leave something for our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're still earning that, that all that being said, that doesn't mean you can't sell a lot of real estate. Right. right? I mean, you can still sell. And the more real estate you sell, the more equity you get in the company, you're going to mm-hmm. icon every year, 
which is more equity in the company. And that's what I love. You know, you, you hear the, the guys like Grant Cardone, right? They say, I, I need that vitamin E. Mm -hmm. It's the equity in the company. It, and no one's going to care for, same thing in real estate. No one's going to care for a house like the owner. The owner is, is going to care for it. There's going to be pride of ownership. You know, when you bring a renter or a, a temporary renter, a short-term renter in there, yeah, they're, they're going to appreciate your house, but they're not going to care for it because it's not theirs, right? Mm. In, in EXP, everyone is an owner of the company. So we take care of our company and we take care of what we're building because we own it. So that that's the difference. And, you know, we, we get calls all the time, you know, trying to get us to go to other brokerages, trying to get us to take a look at another model or take a look at their brand new office or we were opening a new branch or whatever the case. Yeah. And my brother, my brother and I asked two questions. Number one, are you going to give me ownership in the company? Number two, am I going to be paid referral fee from every agent that I bring on for all of their transactions every year without fail? And not only that, from the agents they bring, are you going to pay me referral fees on those? Yeah. If the answer is no to either one or both of those, the, the phone call's over. <laughs> we, we can't do it. There, right. There's no, we cannot go back to the traditional way because EXP has developed such a, they've set the bar so high mm -hmm. for the way agents should be not only compensated, but treated as, as owners of the company. And like and you said, Ellen, what better way for employee retention than to give your employees a piece of the pie? A hundred percent. And like the boost morale and boost, you know, having people come over to the brokerage. And here's yeah. the thing, if you're listening right now and you're like, holy smokes, there's been a lot of talk about recruiting. You don't have to recruit a soul, okay? Nope. If you don't want to. But here's the exciting thing about recruiting here is I talk to icon agents that make $8,000 a month off of their downline, off of people they've recruited. Um, and they don't even have to, I mean, of course, because icons are the way that they are and they're so production driven, of course they still sell homes. But you know, if you have a bad month, if you wind up in the hospital or something causes you to not be able to work like you want to, you still have passive income, which is incredible. Go ask your current brokerage for that. Maybe they'll start a meal train for you, send you flowers to the hospital. But if you're bedridden, you can't do your job. You know, hey, that sucks. Get well soon. Right. And so yeah, come, that's, come, that's come back in. Uh, yeah, come yeah. come back and sell when you're uh, when you're better. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you don't physical therapy, just do showings. You'll be you're yep. gonna be fine. Um, so that's a really important aspect as well. And EXP uh, has a ton of resources too. I mean, at shareholders alone, there were resources and booths for you to get health insurance and, um, you know, retirement planning and stuff like that. But, you know, with that stock option, that's kind of retirement planning, a legacy, um, everything kind of comes with that itself, which is incredible. And Alan, were you, obviously um, you had to have been skeptical of EXP at first, but you went to that luncheon. So before you went there, you know, what were your thoughts about EXP? Why did you want to check out where the grass was greener? So that's a that's a fantastic question. So um, anytime, anytime the word, I guess anytime the letters, right? Anytime the letters EXP would come up, mm -hmm. we would hear negative thoughts, right? We would hear... Uh, oh, it's not sustainable. Uh, it's primarily a recruiting company. Um, they don't have a an pyramid scheme. Yeah. It's a cult. Right. It's a pyramid, you know, all this stuff. And what you realize very, very quickly is that the people that are saying those things are saying it because they're intimidated and they're scared mm -hmm. and they're losing agents to oh, yeah. exp so they Absolutely. have to try to 
push the propaganda. They have to try to dissuade you from don't look at it. Don't even look at it. Right. Because they know that if you look at it, you're going to be hooked on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that was that was the first thing. And it couldn't be farther from the truth, right? It's just like, you know, taxi companies hate Uber. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, Blockbuster. People throw rocks at things that shine. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, you know, Blockbuster, even though they had the chance to buy Netflix, right? Blockbuster hates Netflix now, right? Uh, <laughs> hotels hate Airbnb, mm-hmm. right? And these are the what's the common denominator with all these companies, right? The Airbnb, the Uber, um, the Netflix—they're all technology-based companies. And EXP is not only a super high-level real estate brokerage, but the technology aspect is so far ahead of the way that people are are conducting real estate business right now. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. The naysayers, there's always going to be the naysayers, right? And what one of my mentors here in, in San Antonio, he's actually uh, he's actually from Louisiana, but he comes in and he does presentations here. Um, he says, we're not looking for the doubters, right? We're looking for the believers, right? And with, with this is the this is the truth, okay? If you're a producer, you're going to be a producer anywhere you go. It doesn't matter what company you're with. It doesn't matter what brokerage you're with. It doesn't matter what CRM you use. It doesn't matter. If you're a producer, you're going to produce. If you're not a producer and you have no desire to improve, you're not going to produce. Right. The company and the broker does not make the agent. So we're looking for the agents that are hungry for it, they're striving for more. They want to get off the hamster wheel of yeah. sell, 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 sell. I didn't sell anything, so now I'm broke again, right? I better start sell, 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 sell. We we need we want agents that are entrepreneurs, business oriented, looking for ownership, and you know that's that's what EXP is about. Because the crazy thing is is you can tell someone about EXP, you can show them the numbers, you can bring them to the presentations, you can show them the videos, you can introduce them to the other icons and the other top producers in the company or the the revenue share giants, you know, that are making the 8,000, 10,000, 20, 30, 50, $100,000 a month in revenue share that they've built in three to five years or less, mm-hmm. right? And you can show them everything. And they'll say, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I like I like it where I'm at. Well, I it's like people are so defensive when you try to show them a model. And you're like, listen, I'm not working at a mall kiosk. I'm not trying to sell you right. a $300 hairdryer. I'm trying to sell you a completely new lifestyle, um, right. a sense of security. You know, I'm not even sell you on it. I mean, I just want to talk to you about it. And if you go with a different sponsor, whatever, you know, it's in the long run, it's still increasing stock. It's still increasing the success of EXP and the right. enticement of it and so I, I totally get what you're saying there, where yeah. you can you can show them everything, you can give them the world, and they're still defensive, like not interested. And and you know that's okay, that that's okay because you know me personally, and you know I, I didn't even mention this earlier, right? But when I first saw EXP, from the time I first saw it until the time I joined, it took eight months. Mm-hmm. Eight months. And that's that I was sold on it on day one, right? But everyone has to work on their time, you know, when, when it's when it's right for them. You know, there are agents, they have a lot of deals in escrow. That's awesome, you know, and they want to wait. But what ends up happening sometimes is they have deals in escrow, and then guess what happens? They're not going to stop 
generating leads. So then they have three deals in escrow. They're waiting for those to close. And then here comes another one. And here comes another one. Right. Push it another 30 days, push it another 30 days. But, you know, and before you know it, a year or two years has gone by. And you go back to these agents, you say, guys, in, in what y'all are doing, you're leaving, just like you mentioned, you're leaving this opportunity on the table. You're leaving this stock on the table. You're leaving this revenue share on the table. You would have been earning a better split at EXP. Yeah. You know, because some of them are at a 50-50 split or a 60-40 split, 70-30. You would have made 10% more on every one of these deals. You would have been capped already. Yeah. You would have been at 100%. You know, and, and they say, well, I, I couldn't do it because I had these deals. And you know, that's a, that's a, those are limiting beliefs, right? right. They're, they're looking, they look at the small picture and they're missing the, this huge opportunity. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. you know, for the people that do see that huge opportunity, but they're scared, like you said, they've got transactions on the table. Um, it's hard for them to leave right now, but they see the greener grass and, you know, what would you have to say to them to encourage them to make that jump um, instead of, you know, all the things that they should be afraid of? What should they be willing to leave behind in order to um, make some gain with EXP? I mean, how do we have that kind of conversation? Because you've been there. Your brother right. was there. I mean, so how did you guys have that talk and, and get through that conflict? So I think there's a very easy way to break that down. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to give up the good to go for the great. Mm -hmm. you, you have to because yeah. it's about more than being comfortable where you're at. Pe people don't people don't like change. I think that's a natural feeling, you know, right. and, it, and and people are, are afraid. You know, there's there's some fear. Um, there's. You know, loyalty, loyalty is a big deal, you know, um, but you have to be willing to jump mm -hmm. and it's not a jump that you're going to regret. It's a jump that's going to do better mm -hmm. for yourself, your family, your retirement and your legacy mm -hmm. and you know, with, with, with every transaction, I mean, even in the agent equity program, right? If you can take every transaction that you do, you know, these agents that are doing 30 deals, 40 deals, 50 deals, 100 deals a year. Yeah. If you can take that 5% and just put that away in stock five years, 10 years from now, what is that money going to look like? Pretty good. And, <laughs> I mean, and, the down payment on your dream home, sending your kids to college, and an icon. His daughter's seven and nine, and he's like, "I've already paid for their wedding because it's unbelievable." Of that it's, it's unbelievable, and, and and you know, what what we we joke about it, right? You know, re realtors, we sometimes we spend our commission checks before we even get them, right? Yep. So it's like, and like I mentioned, your wages. Which even even if the you know these agents that are at hundred percent brokerage, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, Well, I'm not gonna take a twenty percent pay cut to go to EXP and then I gotta move down to an 80-20 split. Mm -hmm. I say, okay. Well, we tell agents all the time they're at hundred percent brokerage, and we say, Why are you happy being underpaid? And they say, What do you mean? I'm making hundred percent. They said, Look, you have to analyze it like this. When you take advantage of what the company is, is putting out there for you, the training, the opportunity, the stock, the revenue share, the, the agent equity program, the icon award, mm -hmm. there are agents with EXP making well over a hundred percent. That's right. Some of them are making 500, 600, a thousand percent. You could have a company offering me right now, 200% commission. I would still turn it down. Cause I'm still being underpaid. Mm -hmm. So it, it's about giving up the good to go for the great because it's, it's, it's so much more than your commissions. Mm -hmm. Forget the commissions. The commissions are, are 
a byproduct right. of what we're doing in this business, right? And not, not only that, here's where a lot of agents get in trouble, right? They, they get their 100% commission and they forget, oh, I, I better set aside 30% for Uncle Sam, right? I got to pay right. my taxes on this, right? Yeah, so, no, if it sucks, uh, agents yeah. suck at that. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, and it happens, right? And they say, well, I have to pay this in taxes. And it's like, well, guess what? If you would have been participating or taking advantage of what EXP has to offer, you have a hedge against that now. You have your stock that's growing. You have your revenue share that's growing. You have your revenue share coming in month after month, whether you sell anything or not. Right. I mean, that... Talk about a, a way to offset your, you know, your, your, uh, your taxable income. You have multiple streams of income now, right? That's, that's one of the wealth building laws, right? You need multiple streams of income. And, you know, here's a, here's a quick representation. We say, okay, would you rather be on a one lane street in your career or a three lane highway? EXP is a three-lane highway with earning potential in each one of those three lanes, your commissions, your stock, and your revenue share. If you're on a one-lane street and you hit a barrier, you hit a barricade in those commissions, mm -hmm. you're stuck. Right. And that's scary. It's, it's frightening, to tell mm -hmm. you the truth. For, for those people out there that are doing real estate full-time, that's frightening. Right. And, and and agents deserve better than that. Agents deserve more than that. And and EXP provides that. So I, I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity. You know, I always say I wish I would have joined back then in 2016. But the most important thing is I'm here now. Right. And we're here now and we're building and we're having fun. And, you know, what 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 more could you ask for? You know, right. you know, we're. We're, we're enjoying it. So that's that's the most important thing. Absolutely. And, you know, Ellen, I think that this has been just a very insightful um, conversation. And this is going to be a great resource. This will probably be the episode I send to people that are really, really having a hard time deciding if they want to come over to EXP because, you know, you left a lot on the table. Your brother left a lot on the table. But there's so much to gain. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot to lose coming over uh, to EXP or any brokerage when you go to make a switch. Um, you know, it's hard to break up with your broker and it's hard mm -hmm. to leave transactions yeah. on the table. But if you look at it and OK, first of all, think about if there was a better decision for your broker, what would they do? Right. And a lot of uh, people that sure. have on their own boutique brokerages have left and they told their team, hey, you can either come with me or you got to find something new because I'm going to EXP. And that's OK. There's so many options to do that. You can literally you know, people have lost their whole teams making the risk to come over here, but success leaves breadcrumbs. And I think that this has been uh, incredible and very, um, you know, insightful conversation. It's been almost an hour. I think this is my longest podcast I've had, but it's been, you know, it hasn't felt like an hour. It's been um, really cool to hear your story and really cool to, um, you know, just kind of field your advice for those looking to come over to EXP. And uh, Alan, I think it's been great. Are there any last words you want to say as we wrap up today? You know, I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful for y'all having us. Um, you know, it, it means a lot uh, to be, again, to be included with, you know, such amazing agents and colleagues from all over the world. So uh, we're, we're, we're EXP proud. Um, you know, we love what we're doing. We're having fun. And uh, hopefully we can do another one when we, you know, we'll, Keep hitting icon and keep having us back and we'll give you all some updates and, and thank you Absolutely. for having us. You're welcome back anytime, Alan. Uh, pleasure to, to get to talk to you and hear your story. Will you be at EXPCon? You know, I, I've already booked, I booked my room. I already booked Good. the flight. Uh, I got my ticket. I can't wait. I'm already counting down the weeks. I, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm excited for you, Alan. That's going to be really cool. Um, hopefully we can catch up there. Make sure to stop by the Sphere Rocket booth or sure. grab drinks or whatever there is to do in Vegas. Um, Alan, thank you for your time. And uh, I can't wait to see you again soon. Thank you, Gianna. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.
This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.